Do complex legal issues hold you back? Let's get energized and bring clarity to your top legal questions. This is Law Talk with the Flock by Guzman Law Firm. I'm your host, Gina Guzman, a CEO, lawyer, author, and woman business owner here to help navigate you through the law, your business, and life as a leader. For today's episode, we are going to talk about, is the government going to hijack your wealth? And what do I mean by that? Essentially, what we're talking about are these new proposed tax changes. We all know that the government has spent trillions and trillions of dollars in the last year or so as a result of the pandemic and other reasons. And I think we all know we're going to have to raise money as a government in order to pay for these spending measures. How are they going to pay for it? I always think it's easier for the government to tax dead people than it is live people. And with that in mind, uh, there are a number of tax change proposals on the table. And I want to get you all up to speed on what some of those proposals are and what is that going to mean. For most people, this is only going to affect uh, the top 1% or 2% of people. And as a result, that is actually reflected in some of the names of this proposed legislation. But first to begin, let's talk briefly about taxes. So most people are familiar with paying their income tax. That is what is usually due on April 15th, although it's been extended this year and last year because of COVID. But most people are familiar with what the income you make. You have to pay a certain percentage of that every year in income taxes to the government. And that's either your W-2 or maybe you get a K-1 and those make it onto your Form 940 and all that good stuff that you're talking to your tax advisor about on a regular annual basis. But for the most part, I'm gonna focus in and talk about estate taxes or death taxes and inheritance taxes. So those are the taxes that the government uh, charges people when they die or when they're on their estate to the people that are gonna inherit their money when they die. And under the current uh, tax regime, those, estate taxes only come into play under certain circumstances. So on the federal government side, today, every person has an exemption before the government will tax your estate upon your death. And that exemption today is $11.7 million. If you're married, you get to combine that. And so it's over $22 million, about $23.4 million. 11.7 plus 11.7, boom. And that doesn't tend to affect very many people because most people, when they die, they don't have more than $22 million when they die. As a result, uh, this isn't going to impact a lot of folks unless they are in that higher net worth category. However, under the new legislation, there are proposals to lower that exemption amount. And if they lower that exemption amount, all of a sudden, this is going to affect a lot more families. And here in the Midwest, we have a lot of farm families and farms over the recent years have really skyrocketed in their value. And those farms, when they're passed on from generation to generation, are really going to be impacted. And there's a couple of ways they're going to be impacted. First of all, there's also going to be a proposal, and there are proposals on the table right now, to also eliminate what we call the step up in basis. Basis is the amount uh, that you purchased something for, and then later when you sell it, that is the amount that is deducted from your capital gain or to see how much you had in a gain on that particular item that will be taxable. So that's another kind of a tax. Well, today, if you um, pass away and when you when you die, 
uh, you get to give a step up in basis to your people that will inherit that from you to the value of the date on your death. So I'm gonna give a quick example. If great-grandfather uh, bought the farm to $10 and then when he died and passed it to a grandfather and it was worth $100, rather than being taxed from 10 to 100 upon that death, that transfer, uh, that was stepped up in basis to $100, zero gain. Uh, then when grandfather passed away, it was worth $1,000. Uh, 1,000 minus 100, it was $900 change there, but if it stepped up in basis to $1,000, there was uh, no gain or no tax. So that step up is really important and it's a big deal, uh, especially as it relates to farms in the Midwest or any other asset for that matter, because that will help determine whether it's a taxable event and if there's any gain there. So these are big uh, things that are, have become really standard and uh, relied upon by a lot of people in their planning and in their business uh, in order to uh, kind of have some certainty on what they can expect uh, down, the, down the line. And that's where when we say, you know, is the government going to um, take away what you've worked hard to build uh, with these tax changes? Um, there's a lot of controversy as it relates to these. And at the same time, we know that there has to be um, some taxes levied because we have to pay for all the spending that has been done. Now, uh, with that in mind, I'm going to kind of outline some of these tax proposals that are out there on the table. And the first one is Bernie Sanders tax proposal, and he's calling it for the 99.5% act. What it really does is it reduces that $11.7 million estate tax exemption uh, down to $3.5 million or for husband and wife combine that. And now it's $7 million. There are a lot more people that have $7 million than there are 22 or $23 million. So also along with that is a, a reduction in the gifting ability. So under today, uh, the gift exemption, gift tax exemption also matches the same as that estate tax exemption. What this act would do was would, it would also eliminate that gift tax exemption down to $1 million in 2022. Uh, thankfully, they do still allow that portability allowance so husband and wife can combine their exemptions and get up to $7 million. Um, but these are big, big changes, and it's going to affect a lot more families and a lot more people uh, when they die. And I think that a lot of folks are going to get a big surprise uh, upon uh, that transfer of wealth when somebody passes away. So let's talk a little bit more about um, the federal estate tax and the gift tax. Today, that rate is currently 40%. So 40 cents out of every dollar uh, that's not exempt gets paid uh, to the gover federal government at that point in time. And the new legislation would increase that rate to 45% um, on anything that exceeds that $3.5 million for their exemption, and then 50% for anything that exceeds $10 million, and going on up, stair-stepping all the way up to 65% for some estates. Now, uh, these increases might encourage people to give a lot more to charity when they, when they pass away, because donors might be incentivized to uh, give to charity rather than pay so much money to the federal government. We'll talk a little bit more about how the other uh, laws too are currently on the table because one of the things I want to say here is I, I don't have a clear crystal ball of exactly what's going to get passed, but I am very confident that there will be some major changes because we have to pay for all of the spending that has happened. So regardless of exactly what the final details are, I cannot tell you exactly what they're gonna pass because nobody knows for sure until it actually passes or exactly when it's gonna pass. I think it will be coming down this fall 
And then whether the changes happen immediately or wait until January 1st, that will also be debated uh, within the legislation. Now let's talk about one of the other current proposals that are uh, on deck. The other one is called the STEP Act, uh, the Sensible Taxation and Equity Promotion Act. Um, and that proposes to eliminate the tax-free step-up in basis at death and the taxing unrealized capital gains on death. So uh, when I talked about the step-up in basis, this would eliminate that. Uh, the STEP Act does include a million dollar exemption to protect smaller states and does provide, this is really generous, 15 years to pay the tax uh, for illiquid assets such as farms and businesses. So uh, the people that would inherit it, they'd have 15 years to pay that tax. Um, but that'd be huge compared to right now with the step up in basis, there wouldn't be any tax due. So um, I think that, you know, as far as how are we going to deal with some of these things, I have some tips and tools on that. We might have to save some of the tips and tools for the next podcast because uh, today I'm really just going to highlight the problems uh, that we're anticipating coming down as we uh, look to see how are we going to deal with these uh, proposed changes. But major impact on planning. Uh, some of these changes, if they are made into law, many of our mainstays of estate planning are going to be curtailed. And some of the following strategies that we currently use are going to be impacted in a big way. First, valuation discounts. Valuation discounts uh, for a lack of control or marketability. Um, for example, family limited partnerships, when we use those, those uh, valuation discounts are going to be dramatically reduced, um, if not eliminated completely, for entities that aren't actively conducting a trade or a business. So uh, putting together minority interests, for example, aren't gonna necessarily help us going forward with the planning. Second, grantor trusts. Grantor trusts, uh, which are currently considered to be owned by the grantor for income tax purposes, are going to actually be treated as if the grantor owned the asset um, of the trust when they pass away. So a uh, big change there. And that also impacts the third grants and idgets. Grats, excuse me, and idgets. We have we love our uh, acronyms when we're doing estate planning. Grats are grantor retained annuity trusts, and they are going to be required to have a minimum of a ten-year term and twenty-five percent minimum value for the remainder interest going to charity. Also, the intentionally defective grantor trust, one of my favorite tools, idget, will under some of the proposed legislation um, be included in the grantor's taxable estate and only uh, be reduced by the value of any gifts that were actually made to the trust. So uh, major changes could come uh, that way for those idgets or those grats. So we will have to see how that impacts planning going forward. Same with generation skipping taxes. So uh, GSTs, often we do dynasty trusts and that is something that we can do to help uh, with future generations down the line and skip some taxes. They're going to have an exemption that will be effective for no more than 50 years, and that qualifying trust would need to terminate within 50 years. So that could dramatically constrain the use of dynasty trust going forward um, and keeping those exempt from generation skipping taxes. And then finally, annual gifting, um, doing gifts on a regular basis to the next generation, for example. Under some of this proposed legislation, the annual gifting exclusion amount of $15,000 per donee will be limited to $30,000 per donor. So rather than be able to give $15,000 for every single one of your grandchildren, uh, you're gonna be capped at $30,000 total per person as far as the person giving the money away. So also um, some big changes with all of these current tools, uh, depending on what legislation passes, 
Um, and for those of you that are concerned about this, probably the best thing you could do would be to lobby your senator or your representative at this point in time. But in conclusion, um, for what it's worth, the Guzman Law Firm is going to be closely monitoring this legislation and uh, keeping track of it. And we're also actively uh, meeting with a lot of estate planning clients and trying to get ahead of these issues to the extent that that's going to be possible. And so if you are impacted and you're anticipating this is going to make a, a big change on your current estate, make sure you set your appointment promptly. Uh, one of the things that we think will be kind of bottlenecked towards the end of the year are valuations with the businesses. Uh, because a lot of these things require us to get evaluation to support the tax filings that go along with these tools. We want to make sure that we have time in order to get those different pieces uh, lined up before the law goes in effect and changes everything. So make sure you're contacting your estate planning attorney today. This is a really big deal. I have never in my career seen uh, major legislative shifts as much as we have seen in this last year, and I expect that those are going to continue this next year as uh, we look to how is the government going to pay for this spending. Uh, with that, I will go ahead and wrap it up. Um, make sure that you're knowledgeable and go make it worth it. Thanks for joining us for Law Talk with the Flock by Gooseman Law Firm. We hope you feel energized and ready to soar past your goals. Become a Flock fan and subscribe to our podcast for weekly episodes. Learn more at GooseminLaw.com.